Let's see, guys, do you guys know who, you guys know who Mrs. Graff is? Yeah. All right, okay. So I brought a whole bunch of stuff. All right, so hang on a minute. All right. All right. High school yearbook, but we'll go, we'll use that in a minute. All right. This would be uh, 1974. So hey, hey, listen. You cut me in half, you count the rings, there's going to be quite a few. <laughs> Is it black and white? Is it black and white? This is before they invented color. Yeah, okay. All right. Oh, we're not that bad. All right. Okay. All right. So, Mrs. Mrs. Graff is my, my wife. All right. So, this is a picture of Mrs. Graff on our honeymoon. Oh, my goodness. Can I see? Sure, you can pass it around. So just, uh, just be very careful. This is one of my favorite pictures. Here, you can pass the hand around. Okay. All right. So that's Mrs. Graff on our honeymoon. All right. F. One F. One F. Yeah, one F. That is Oh, one F. Oh, you're really smart. All right. So it's important because if I'm a, I get to teach with you guys, so it's important you get to know me. All right. So, uh, this is actually me with Mrs. Graff on our honeymoon. So look how, look how handsome that guy is. Isn't that guy handsome? That is a sharp guy. All right. All right. Huh? We're in Hawaii. We're in, yeah, we're in Hawaii. We're, we're in Hawaii. And actually, we're staying. I was, in, I was in the Navy at the time. And so we're staying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right. So, uh, so I am also a dad. All right. So this is a picture of me and Mrs. Graff and our two boys when they were little. So if anybody knows who our sons are, Joseph and Samuel. So that's a picture of them. Here's even a picture of me and Mrs. Graff at our wedding. All right. So you can pass them. All right. So. So it's important, it's important that you know who I am and what I am. So we usually can tell what somebody does, somebody does by the hat they wear, right? Firemen wear a fireman's hat, policemen wear a fireman's hat. Shh, hang on a minute, Let catch up. Let me get out in front of you, all right? So uh, policemen wear policemen caps. What else you got? Baseball players wear baseball caps. So if I wear a hat like this, so what was I? No, construction, man. I was a carpenter since I was well, seven. And a painter. But so I was the foreman. I ended up being a foreman. So my guys put stars on my hat because I was the general. I was in charge, all right? And even said, uh, handle with care on the back, all right? Yeah, this is a hard hat. Yeah. But that's the one you wore, I know. Yeah, this is the one I wore. I, I, now, now, you got to remember, I've been a carpenter since I was 17, so I've had quite a few. This was my last one, all right? So, so I will carpenter's hat now, all right? So this, so this is actually my sailor's hat from when I was in the Navy. Is this not cool or what? <laughs> and you have, to, you have to wear this correctly. You don't, you don't wear it like this, all right? So you wear it like this, all right? And you gotta have the sims rolled over a little bit, all right? So when I was in the Navy, this was my sailor's hat, all right? Okay. Now, I didn't know how else to prepare and say, I'm a dad, but when we, with the boys, we always went to the ballpark. 
So this is my dad's hat, all right? So I'm a dad, I'm, I'm a construction guy, all right? So I gotta ask you guys a question, all right? Any guys ever feel goofy? Oh, yes. I think so. Okay, feel goofy, a little silly, a little, little, um, you, you, do you, you ever get the feeling like, oh my gosh, I got such big ears. Oh, I hate, I hate myself. My feet, my feet are big. I got, I got a neck that's eight miles long. Uh, you know, yeah. I can't stand my hair. You know, you girls know what I'm talking about, right? You know. Um, so, all right. So, just to let you know, I was the king. I was the king of goofy when I was little. All right. So, these are some pictures of me when I was little. All right. Look at, now is this guy, is this kid not goofy or what, man? All right. All right. So this is like first grade, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. This is my seventh grade picture. All right. Now you notice, notice what am I doing in all these other pictures? Smiling. Huh? I'm not. Why am I not smiling here? No, because this is seventh grade and because between seventh in sixth grade, I got struck by lightning and got all my teeth knocked out front. Wait, really? Yeah. So, so this is my eighth grade picture, all right? And I'm still pretty upset about the whole thing, and so I'm not smiling because my mouth's a mess, all right? So I get, everybody is goofy looking sometimes, all right? But now, look at this. Look at this. Now I'm a senior, all right? Yeah. <laughs> look, at, look, at, look at that hair. Now, is that not some hair or what, man? <laughs> huh? Well, those aren't mine. Wait, what? It's, it's called partial plate or dentures or whatever. So at, so at the age of, of 16, when I'm a senior, I was already wearing dentures, all right? Yeah. Well, I, well, I only got a little bit of time, but I'll make it quick. All right. Okay. August 8th, 1968. You guys know when that was? Like that's this century. All right. August 8th, 1968. At about at about 3:30 in the afternoon, I was at a friend's house uh, for a birthday party, and earlier that morning, I'd found a baby bird and I put it on our back porch in a shoebox and was keeping it. Was going to try to raise it. So at about 3.30 at my friend's house up the street, about seven or eight houses up the street, we were having a birthday party, started a thunderstorm, a, a thunderstorm started, and so I figured I'd better run home and get the bird off the back porch. So I ran out of the house, ran down the street, and I got about four houses from my house, and just as I passed this big tree, wham, it was struck by lightning, passed from the tree to me, Blew me backwards up the sidewalk, knocked all my teeth out, missing this bone up here. All right, um, so I uh, I don't remember. I remember passing the tree. The next remember memory is being on the front door, front porch, banging on the front door, and my sister answering, screaming because I'm a bloody mess. All right, so it, so the best part, the best, the funniest part, in my opinion, is so I, my parents drive me drive me to hospital. All right in our 1963 Chevy station wagon, all right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and guess what my mom was doing at home when all this happened? She was giving herself a permanent. Now, you, girls, you know what that is, right? So she's doing her, she's doing her hair, she's 
got this, oh it's God. all up in curlers and all this stuff. So she, she's not real happy she's going to the hospital with me, all right? So roughly about five hours later, I'm, I'm in a, so I'm in the hospital for about five hours while they sew me up. When I come home, I've got close to 60 stitches inside my mouth, all right? So uh, it blew all this out. And so you know what it's like to be in seventh grade, going into seventh grade, you finally think girls aren't f totally full of cooties, you know, <laughs> and, and you're, you're going, starting to go through puberty and all those crazy things that happens to, a, to you guys when, when you're your age, and I feel like this, all right, I'm just, that's so sad. <laughs> it was sad, man, it was a miserable, I was, look at, look at this guy, this guy, this guy, is unhappy. I am miserable. I pretty much hate myself. Can't stand life. All right. Yes. What happened to the baby bird? I have no idea. I can't. Answer. You know what? I have no idea. That's the first. You're the first person to ask that. Really? You know, I have no idea. I mean, I. So, so this guy, so this guy, is is pretty miserable. All right. That's where I was at when I was about you guys' age. I hated myself. Uh, because why? What? What? I don't. You know, I think I think it was a robin. Okay, from what I remember. All right. I don't know. All right. So this guy pretty much hated himself. But guess what? Where's it at? Where's it? Now, now, now. I am the child of a king, all right? Wait, wait. So, so, uh, you are the king? No, I am the child of the king. So if you're a child of a king, what are you? Prince. A prince, all right? I'm a crown prince. I'm a prince. So, so, so I've had, I borrowed this from uh, Mr. Side. He uses this weekly at his house. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm the child of a king. Where's my Bible? We're going to need that eventually today, all right? So I have a couple questions for you, all right? Don't you? Let's see. Psalm 139. Somebody, somebody turn to Psalm 139. Then somebody turn to Ephesians chapter 2. Got it? Got it? You got that one? Who's got Psalm 139? Okay. Well, somebody find it. And then some, somebody grab Psalm 49. Psalm 139, Ephesians 2.10, Psalm 149. 139, Ephesians 2, Psalm 149. Okay, here's, I got one more for you. I got one for you. Somebody, somebody grab Galatians 4, chapter 4. That's New Testament, all right? Galatians 2, 4. One more. Well, I'll give you one more. And in Matthew chapter 5. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Gospel, first gospel. Matthew chapter 5. All right? Okay, who's got Psalm 139? Verse, read 13 through 16. Okay. So, God says that he knew each one of us before we were even formed. Before we were created, in this, 
Adam, where, where does it say at the beginning? Read the first part where it says before the... Uh, my frame was not hidden from you when I was in secret. Uh, thine eyes have seen me unformed substance. They, all they were written in the book before the days were ordained for me. So each one of us, God in his infinite ability knew you and planned you just the way he was going to create. Now, how many, how many guys have a hobby like you make stuff? You make stuff? What do you make? Okay, Legos. Okay, so when, you, when you're building a Lego, all right, you make it, if, if it's not a, a kit out of a box, okay, if you just got a whole bunch of loose Legos, all right, and you're putting something together, who decides what it's going to look like? You do, all right? Okay, you, you, it's, it's whatever you want it to look like. It may have five red bricks, two blue bricks, and a funny wheel here, and whatever. It's whatever you want to make. God, you got, here's, how, here's how you got to think about God. He's infinite and we are finite. Does anybody know what that means? What it means, infinite and finite? What does it mean? Finite means there's an end, infinite is no end. Okay. We have, we have an end. We have, we have a lack of, there's things we can't do. I can't fly, all right? I can't walk on water. Uh, I can't be everywhere at one time. I can't be in this room and in that room over there, all right? God is, God is infinite. He can do anything, all right? So when you think about God, you can't think about God like he's just a superhuman guy that's really good and really sharp and he doesn't make any mistakes. He is a different being altogether. We are human beings. God is a different type of being altogether. He's not, he, is immen he is nothing like us, all right? All right. We are like him in many ways, but he is nothing like us. All right. So it says that he knew us before the foundation world. He planned you and created you just the way you are. Just like when you make something out of Legos and you decide how you're going to make it. That's what he did for you and for me. And in my goofiness, that's the way he made me as a, as a kid. As I was supposed to look like that. I'm supposed to have the hair that I do have or don't have. All right. Uh, yeah, we, got, we aren't even going to go there. <laughs> All right. So think when you, when you get up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you look and you think, oh, my gosh, I got to go to school, my hair. I can't even hear him do anything, you know, huh? <laughs> you know, you, just re remember, remember that you are exactly the way God made you. You are not a mistake. There is nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing about you that is a mistake, okay? It's important that you understand that, all right? Duke, where do we go? I drop everything. Uh, let's see. All right, who's got Ephesians 2.10? Go ahead. Thank you. Okay, so we are his workmanship, all right? You are a product of what he has planned and, and built and designed. You are his workmanship. He, he planned you and designed you for a task, all right? A specific task that only you can fulfill. If he didn't have something special for you, he wouldn't have created you, all right? So you may think, oh, 
I'm so yucky. I'm not, I'm not worthy. I'm not, I'm not cool. I'm not like Josh. Josh is really cool, but I'm not like Josh, you know. Uh, but, but that's, God says that you are his workmanship. He planned you and created you just the way you are for something very special for you to do, all right? Where are we at? Let's see. Uh, who's got Psalm 149? Okay, read verse 2. But the children of God, all right, God calls us his children. Now, none of you guys are old enough to be kids. I mean, be, you're old enough to be kids. You're not, old enough, you're not old enough to be parents and have kids, all right? So, Scripture says that we are his children. So, Adam, who's your dad? Mr. Head, all right? He's your dad, right? He's not my dad. He's not Noah's dad. No, he's your dad, all right? So you're his son. You're his child, all right? You're his child. You, you belong to him. He, he, you are his, all right? Now, if you're not his by birth, but you're his, how would you get to be his? If you're not his son by birth, but you're his son, how would you get to be a son? Adopted. adopted. Exactly. All right. Anybody in this room adopted? You ever been adopted? Cool. You know what that means? That your parents picked you. All right. They chose you. My mom and dad are stuck, were stuck with me. All right. And my six sisters. All right. But you're. Poor guy. He never got to watch anything. You know it's true. Okay. So, but you're. What is your name? Skyler? Okay, Skyler. So your mom and dad picked you. How cool is that? You know, I mean, so your mom and dad, so I know this may not be the way it happened, all right? But so you're in the hospital and you're in the, what's the nursery wing, wing of the church, of the church, of the hospital, of the hospital, and you got all these little babies in, in these little beds laying there. And so the parents come in and they say, well, let's see, I don't want that kid. I don't want that kid. I'll take that one, you know? I want that one right there. So being picked, it's like buying, think about like your parents picked you out like buying a sports car, a Corvette or, or a new Harley Davidson or something. Your dad, your dad picked you out. How cool is that, all right? To be picked out. I mean, sometimes I used to think when I was a kid, because having six sisters, I really didn't like being at home much, okay? And I really thought, I really thought that my dad didn't like me much simply because he made me in the middle of six sisters. I mean, how could you do that to a guy? You know, that's just not right. All right. So, my dad has eight sisters. Eight sisters. You got any brothers? Yes, he's got eight brothers. Holy cow. All right. Well, good for them. All right. So, all right. Let's see, where do we end up? Where do we end up? Uh, yes, okay. So let's turn to Galatians. Who's got Galatians 4? Okay, read 4, four through 7. Or I'll tell you what, start in 1 and read through 7. Okay. Not adopted sons of God. Who, who is the only non-adoptive son of God? Jesus. Jesus, exactly. 
all right? He is God himself, but he's also considered the son of God, all right? So everybody else who is a child of God is adopted, exactly. Okay, so if you're adopted, all right, and you're a child of God, what does that say about how you got to be a child of God? You were picked. Ding, ding, ding. Thanks for playing. All right. All right. You were, you were picked. All right. Did, do, you, do you understand that the God of the universe, this infinite being who is nothing like it, him, it, nothing, nothing like him in all the universe. As a matter of fact, the universe only exists because he chooses for it to exist. Every star, black hole, galaxy, whatever is out there, only exists because he chooses it to exist. Every tree, every blade of grass, every flower, every bird, every deer that you run into on Highway 1, on 100 out here, all right, exists because God chooses for it to exist. That being, that infinite God chose you if you're a child of God. Okay, it's not, a, it's not a, an automatic, all right? It's not a... Uh, well, I'll take 50 of those, and 25 of those, and 36 of those, all right? And where you're, where you're shopping and you're buying by the gross, okay? When you go in a grocery store and you grab a, a, a bag of oranges, okay, you don't see every orange, you don't pick every orange, right? you buy a bag of oranges, right? Or a sack of 10 pounds of potatoes. You, don't, you open it up, you don't even know what the bottom potatoes look like, all right? God doesn't do that with us. He individually reaches by design in his own mind, God picked you for adoption. How, how special does that make each one of us, all right? I mean, that's incredible. You know, I, I am still blown away that Mrs. Graff picked me to marry me, all right? I mean, how cool is that? You got be this beautiful lady, and she picked me, and she decided to marry me, all right? Take that and multiply that like by an infinite billion, and that's God picking you, all right? In your, in your silliness, in your goofiness, in your funny ears, in your, in your hair, in your, your big feet with a big toe that goes this way, all right? All right? That's the God, because he designed you, and he also picked you. What an incredible thing, all right? Uh, who's got Matthew 5? Did anybody pick up Matthew? Yep, okay. Read it nice and loud, but read, uh, let's see. Oh my God. Hang on, I think it's man. Yeah, let me, let me catch up with you. Is that Matthew? There's a 48, okay. Okay, read verse 48. Yeah. Okay, how many of you guys feel perfect? Anybody in this room perfect? Okay. No, okay. I Trust me, I'm not. I spent a whole week with, with Mr. Head, and, and uh, we were out uh, with our sons out in Colorado, and we had to share a room. Mr. Head can only be in that room for two nights before he said, I've had enough. <laughs> I can't take it. I was going to sleep outside. He was going to sleep outside. 
So I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect. But God says you, you'll be perfect because I am perfect. So he takes us and he makes us into something that we aren't naturally. All right. When we stand before God, all right, and uh, he sees us, who does he see standing with us, interceding for us in our place? All right. Jesus, the Lord Jesus. Okay. All right. Let me I, I, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. All right. Got it. All right. Okay, so there's three things that I want you to take away from this, all right? There's three promises, okay? That when God redeems us, all right, does anybody know what it means to be redeemed? Give me a definition of redeemed. What does it mean to be redeemed? But, exactly, the price paid for. Now, when I was a kid and you went to the grocery store or you went to Famous and Bar, you guys don't even know what Famous and Bar is, all right? Went to grocery, uh, it was... <laughs> a what? You said famous and bar. That's, that shows how far back. That's right. It's, it's famous bar. Right. right. But everybody said famous and bar. Right. right. Okay. So if you went to famous bar or you went to the grocery store, uh, particularly Kroger, and Kroger isn't even in St. Louis anymore, yeah, all right, I've been there. you got stamps. So if you pay, buy $100 worth of groceries, they gave you $100 worth of stamps, and you glued them in a book, all right, and then you would take this book full of stamps to the redemption center, all right? And then you would turn in your book of stamps, and if it was worth so much points or whatever it is, you could purchase, you could redeem, you're redeeming your stamps to get something, all right? So you're exactly right. Being redeemed is being purchased, all right? All right, so if we've been redeemed, if we've been purchased, if we've been bought uh, by the blood of Christ, okay, there are things that come with that, all right? Just like we dream something and you get something, all right? So the things we get are security, okay? If God Almighty redeems us and has bought us, we are secure in Him. Um, he's promised to never forsake us, to leave us or forsake us. So um, there's no loss of, uh, we have eternal security, all right? What's, give me um if I said your house is secure, what does that mean? It's safe, all right? It's, it's, it's protected. It's, it's guarded, all right? So if, if God says our salvation is secure, we have eternal security with God, what does that mean? It's safe. All right, it's safe with him. It's protected with him. All right, I tend to lose things quite a bit. If you've been to my workshop, out my workshop, I could be working with something, put my measuring something, set my, my tape down or my ruler down, my hammer down, I go over and do something else, and it's like, where the heck did I put that? You know, I like, hey, where did I put my ruler? Where did I put my tape? You know, it's it's not not safe. It's not secure. I, I'm losing stuff all the time. All right. It's not like that with God. You are his. You are safe with him, all right? You guys are young. You have a long life, hopefully, left of you, all right? Um, when I was your age, I never, I never thought I'd get past 30, 
right? I was shocked. That was, I didn't have trouble with 40, didn't have trouble with 50, didn't have trouble with 60, all right? I had a big struggle with 30. I was like, holy cow, how can I possibly be this old? This is crazy, you know? Uh, so in all that, I'm trying to say is that your life, no matter how long you live, no matter where you go, okay, whether you're in Florida, Chicago, you don't want to be in Chicago, um, <laughs> um, New Orleans, you're living in Germany, it's, again I dropped it, uh, is, is secure, all right? So that's important that you remember that. Let me put this here. You know why? You mind, do you know it? No. I didn't think so. Okay. Okay. Intimacy. Who, who's, who, who are you most intimate with? Your best friend? How many of you guys got a best friend? Everybody should have a best friend. All right. It's, it's important to have a best friend. All right. Okay. Who might, who, if you're not intimate with your best friend, who might else you be intimate with? Especially girls. What? Girls, who might you be very intimate with? Huh, and it's mom. not your best friend. My mom. Your mom, very good. Thank oh, you. Okay. All right. Your mom. All right. Okay. Guys, guys, the older, the older you get, okay, you're going to be less intimate with your mom and more intimate with your dad. Dad. Okay. Okay. It just happens. It's, it, it just happens. My boys right now, my oldest is 23, my youngest is 20. Right now, my 20-year-old, his mom drives him crazy. All right? She just absolutely drives him crazy. Yeah? And that's just because of the way it is. All right? it's, just, it's just the way it is. All right? But Sam and I get along much better now, and we talk. Matter of fact, he came out, I was out in the shop working last night. He came out in his shorts and no shirt and no shoes. And it's like, what, what are you doing out here with no shoes on? You know? But he wanted to sit and talk, so he talked. All right? So... Intimacy is important, all right? When uh, girls are a little bit more noted for having a best friend and somebody that they really, really share with and, and we sit up at night and we talk and, and we, we do all those things. Isn't that right? Isn't that right, girls? We paint our nails together, all right? You know, we do each other's hair, all right? Guys aren't like that, right? Yeah. No, guys aren't like that. <laughs> you'll sit up. You'll sit up at night and play games. Yeah, no. Uh, you go. You'll go camping together. What? What? Okay. Well, that's that's good. Good call. All right. Okay. All right. So, best best friends are important. All right. Intimacy. So, who 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 in reality is our most intimate person in our life? This is the Lord Jesus. All right, God. God says he wants that type of relationship with us. He wants, he wants an intimate relationship with him. All right? So that means that when, he, when Adam's at 3.30 in the morning and he's up and he's not supposed to be up, all right, and he's, he can't sleep, you know, and he's got something bothering him, you know, because Sally... Is, is is just really sad. Adam, Adam, is anybody anybody in here named Sally? No, good, safe. All right, we're good, we're safe. All right, all right. So Adam's got a crush on Sally. All right, all right. Adam's got a crush. Sorry, Adam, I had to pick up. Adam's got a crush on Sally, but his but his best friend. What's your name? Hezekiah. Hezekiah. Okay, so let's say Hezekiah is your best friend. Is he your best friend? 
Okay. Okay. So Hezekiah is your best friend, all right? But he's not up at three o'clock in the morning because he don't care about Sally. Okay. He's a, he's he's asleep. All right. He's in bed. All right. He's out, and you text him. He doesn't want to talk to you at three o'clock in the morning. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other story. I'll do with it. Right. Okay. So you're like, I got nobody to talk to. I got. Where, where's Hezekiah? He's not here. My best friend's not here. All right. But but. But but who who do you have who do you have in life, Adam? Does promise to never leave you or forsake you. God, the Lord Jesus. All right. He is there every moment of every day. So when you're when you're when you're at school and and uh, somebody's trying to shove you into a locker. All right. Yeah. How many guys? How many guys are homeschooled? Holy cow! All right. All right, we ought to just take a trip to a high school and shove you in the locker yeah. just, just so you can experience it, all right? I have been inside of a locker, all right? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Small. A really, that's a boy thing. With girls, they just ignore you. Is that girls? Okay. So, so girls, okay. So girls, girls just ignore you? No, they already shun you. Okay, words. Yeah, okay. All right. So when that's going on, all right, there's, there's a friend that's six closer than a brother, all right? It's the Lord Jesus, all right? So we, we have the provision of being a child of God to having a very intimate relationship. Yeah? My brother stays as far away as, from me as he possibly can. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> Does, doesn't that make sense? Okay, sure, all right. So it does to me, all right? So, so we, we, have, we have a creator we have a creator that made Noah, all right? All right, so he made Noah exactly the way Noah is, all right? Now you may say, Noah's a little strange, okay? <laughs> Noah's a little peculiar, all right? Noah's a little different. Look at that hair, though. That's great hair. He's got great hair, all right? But, and he is made exactly the way God wants him to be. And so when Noah needs that intimate best friend in his life, all right, that's the Lord Jesus in your life, okay? Okay. He is, he is, absolutely, all right. So what else, what else? Okay. Okay, so I, I, put, I put my crown on. I don't, I don't want to put my crown on again. All right. No, put it on again. No, no, that's right. So if I, if, I am, if I am the child of a king, okay, and my, we just use the word, my father is the king, what does that entitle me to? If my father is the king, what am I entitled to? An inheritance, okay. No, what would be the stock? Well, it could be stock, I guess, okay. What, what, but think traditional, think old medieval kings and queens and, okay, okay, what? The throne, okay, the throne, okay, but what else, but what else, what else does the king own? The kingdom, food, okay, the king, it, back in the ancient days, the king owned everything. If, if you lived on a land and you farmed, you were farming the king's land, all right? You were considered his servant. The king owned every single thing, all right? And so if I'm a child of the king, what does that eventually mean? Everything is? 
is mine. Okay? Everything is mine. Okay? Who owns, who owns the cattle on a thousand hills? God. Okay? Who is the creator and sustainer of the universe? God. Who, who, is, um, who owns the stars? Okay? Who owns the sun? God. If I'm an heir of the king, if I'm heir, my God, my, my dad, my father, Abba Father, is God Almighty, and I'm considered, Jesus himself said, I am a joint heir with him. So if I'm a joint, if, beings I have six sisters, and my mom and dad, let's say they left $100, okay, when they passed away, passed away, they left $100, and it said, we all got $100. Well, let's make it easy, for you, for, particularly for you young guys, okay? There's, so I got six sisters and me, so that's how many? Seven, okay. So they left $70, okay? And we're all considered joint heirs of that $70. What do I get? $10. No. I get 70. We all get 70. We share the $70 together. It's, I have as much right to that 70 as my sisters have as much right to that 70. We're joint heirs. I, just, they, I don't get a piece of it. I get all of it. I'm entitled to all of it, all right? So God says we're joint heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ. What, what is Jesus, what has he been given? Everything. He has heaven, all right? It's, it's all his, all right? So how, what more could you want? What more could you want than everything? Okay, do you have it now? No, I mean, I don't have it now. I got an I got an 08 F250 now. All right, I don't have I don't have everything now. Okay, um, I don't I have got a but anyway, but I don't I don't have everything now. All right, would I love like to have everything now? Sure, I'd love to have a big big. Uh, um, no no well and my house needs just more to take care of. Okay, um, but I would love to have a big speedboat. Okay, I'd like to have a, a lake house, okay? I like to have those sort of things. But the Word of God says that we will spend an eternity in heaven with Him, right? Eternity. How long is eternity? Forever. When's, when's it? Give me an idea how long, how long is eternity? About five years? With me standing up here, it feel like about five years. <laughs> feel like eternity, all right? So how, how, how long is eternity? One or, why one or two years? Uh, I don't know, just because. Okay. okay. So how, if, if, if I said, go ahead. Forever. Forever. Give me, a, how does forever feel? Infinity. What's that feel like? Actually, it feels like it's never going to end. Yeah. Do, do, do any of us know how forever feels? No. No, not really. I mean, we, we can think we're in um, Mrs. Mrs. Roberts' history class, and that may feel like forever, all right? Or, or you're on you're on your you're on your first date with this girl, okay? And that that may feel like forever because you're so nervous and scared and and you're sweating like crazy, all right? Okay, that may feel like forever. Or for the girl's side of it, you're on this date with this guy and he's got bad breath and he, he's really okay. That may that may that may feel like forever, but it's not, all right? Forever, none of us really have a handle on what forever feels like. So after 10,000 years, you got how much longer? 
another 10,000 years, and another 10,000 years, and another 10,000 years. So it just goes on and on and on and on. It doesn't stop. Because what, what, what do we experience every single day, every single moment of the day, <laughs> every single moment of the, of the day that we won't experience in, in heaven? Yeah, okay. We won't, yeah. What, what? Uh, time there you go. Who said that? Time, exactly. Okay. God is not bound by time. We, we can't do nothing. We can't do nothing without being affected by time. We got about 11 minutes left. That's time. Okay. Okay. How many guys, how, what time did you get up? Hey, 630. Time. Okay, time. All right. What are you when you when you what when are you gonna eat lunch? Twelve. Time. All right. Okay. Okay. When when will you graduate from high school? Yes, Ten years. All right. Time. All right. Okay. Everything everything is time. You go to work. What do you do? You want you punch in a time card, all right? And you punch out you go, when you go home, all right? Okay. Huh? What did she list? We need to have a serious conversation. All right. Time. Time affects everything, all right? That's, we don't do anything without, without time. I just said we don't do anything without time. We don't do anything without time. We don't do anything without time. Time passes. Time continually goes, goes on and on. We will be living in a in a time, <laughs> we will be living without time. What does that feel like? You have no idea. No idea. Be living without time. What an incredible thought. There is no beginning. There is no end. It just, we just exist. How is that possible? Only because of God. When you die. I don't know. You have to ask God. It says, we just read the scripture. It says, all your days are ordained. All right? 1034. All right. Let me, let me finish up, and we'll get out of here. All right? Yes? Are there days, like, is there like a day and a night in heaven? Well, it says for a while that there's a new earth. All right? But then even that will be destroyed. All right? So there, so there is no, there is no, Day or night? Who, who who provides the light in heaven? God, right? God, God provides the light. All right, all right. Let me just say this. All right, the whole point of all this today, in my silliness, okay, is to help you realize. You may you may not think you're the best looking kid in the room. You may you may not think you're the best athlete in the room. Okay? You may not think you're the best artist in the room. Matter of fact, you may think, I don't have any abilities at all. Okay? I don't, I'm not, stop. Okay? I, I can't do anything. I'm not worth much. Okay? Matter of fact, I don't even know why I bother. All right? But the truth of that is that's a lie. Okay? The truth is that you were created and ordained by God before the beginning of time. And he purposely made you exactly, exactly the way you are with your ability to either hit a baseball, throw a football, play the piano, or not do any of it. 
all right? I can't do any of that, all right? Okay. But you are his by choice, okay? He says that he adopted you, he picked you, he chose you. You're not just a bag of, of potatoes that he got, well, I'm just going to take this whole room, all right? You are his by choice. So remember that when you're having a bad day, okay, and they happen, I have bad days. I particularly had a lot of bad days when I was your guys' age, all right? That God loves you. He's promised to never leave you or forsake you, okay? You have security in knowing that he holds your salvation in the palm of his hand, all right? And we are his, all right? So when you're having a tough day, go to the most intimate friend that you've got, okay? Not Hezekiah, okay? You'll be sleeping, you'll be sleeping, all right? But you can always turn to the Lord and deal with him and speak with him, all right? Why don't we pray? And I'll be done, all right? Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for each one of these young people. And I pray that you would just bless them, Lord. Help them to find their worth in you. Uh, their worth in the fact that they are a child of the king. Their worth in the fact that you have picked them and chosen them, Lord, in your infinite mind. We bless you. We thank you for... Uh, the fact that you are so much higher, so much greater than we could possibly understand or believe. Lord, so bless these young people. Help us to walk uh, in a way that is worthy of our calling as a child of God. And we ask this in your name. Amen. All right. I'm done. See you guys.